Happy Tuesday, which is strange. This should have come out on Thursday. But due to that we caught COVID in the family, it's slightly delayed. So sorry for that. But yeah, here is the spoken version of the full stack article, Are We All Going to Be Sims? So let's get to it. And I think many of you are listening or reading Fultek HR for the first time and a warm welcome to you all. So if you come here to read Absolute Truth uh, or listen to Absolute Truth and someone to tell you precisely how things are, you've come to the wrong place. In fact, I'm pretty sure I'll be more wrong than right. And this is obviously not a great introduction, but I say this because the goal is not to be correct. Neither is it to tell it like it is. The goal is for you to read and go home with a new thought or two. And speaking of new thoughts, today we will talk about something relatively new. So let's get going. Virtual offices equals The Sims. So if you grew up in the late 90s or early uh, 20s, what do you call it? Early 2000, like I did, you'll remember The Sims. So if you're older or younger and miss the hype, think of The Sims as an electronic dollhouse. You get an avatar that lives in The Sims world and with which you can interact with the world your sim lived in. You have to cook and eat, otherwise you'll get grumpy, you have to shower or you'll stink and no one will date you. Pretty much like the real world, but virtual. For someone like me, it's hard not to think about The Sims when I see companies offering virtual offices. Not that you have to shower in these virtual offices yet, but the concept is similar in many cases. Your avatar walks around in a virtual environment and you can interact with the people and objects in those worlds, just like in The Sims. And The Sims series sold 200 million copies and many of us have enjoyed playing those games over the years, but will we enjoy virtual offices? Maybe. So what these companies are trying to create and emulate are traditional offices. Some have an entirely virtual office where you can walk around, others have a slicker user experience that is more reminiscent of Slack but all strive to bring the feel of an office with people near you in this age of remote work. Sales pitches usually focus on creating a sense of belonging. They pitch that the, the products increase productivity, although one can argue with that uh, if that's true or not. And they want to create spaces where people can come together and hang out. And I have not checked out when each of the companies in my long list at the end of the article that you can see on fullstackhr.io was founded. Still, looking at the major companies, most of them launched their product in the last two years, though understandably so. Gather was founded in, in 2020 and it's one of the most heavily funded companies with a total of 76 million and recent round uh, of funding led by well-known investor Sequoia. In Europe, we have Team Icon Wonder, backed by four, uh, 42 Cap and EQT Ventures, with a total of 4.2 million and 12.2 million raised, respectively. Both, both also launched their products in 2020. And I suspect these companies will split their raised money between tech, sales, and marketing, which means you'll hear a lot more of the about virtual offices in 2022 than you've ever done before. So should you and your organization invest in a virtual office? Let's look at it from two perspectives. One is the bear perspective, simply put, why this will not work. And then let's look at it from the bull side, where it's most likely the salvation for all of us who have been trapped in Zoom meetings for the last two years. The bear case for virtual offices. Another tool that's the first things to come to mind when I think about all these tools. I'm not saying Zoom, Hangouts and Slack and Teams are perfect tools, but they are tools that most of us at least know how to use. And the road, and the road to getting there has been a bit bumpy for us. And the threshold for virtual offices like this is even higher than for other tools mentioned. Even if onboarding goes smoothly, you have to remember to use it on a day-to-day -day basis. And if one, two or three employees forget to use it, the benefit of it all is gone. As said, one key selling point of the system is to create a sense of belonging. But for that to succeed, everyone that should be on the platform must be present or else it will fail. 
Changing habits and ways of working is complex and requires an effort beyond buying a new system, which people rarely factor in when buying systems like this. The implementation part probably requires both more effort and more money in terms of project manager's time, etc., versus buying the system. It may not be worth the investment if you stick with the system you probably already have, but which you might not be using to their full potential. It's also possible that the virtual offices as they exist today are just stepping stone to a true VR office where we will be fully immersed in an authentic 3D experience. Companies like Remote already uses Oculus to a large extent when they hold meetings, for example. A virtual 2D office might just be an unnecessary step towards that end goal. The bull case. Video fatigue is real, so is the lack of in-between chats and spontaneous moments in, the, in an office. Virtual offices are a natural way to bridge this. By making your office available online, which in many cases you can customize to your liking, you lower the barrier for conversations between people. So last week we talked about how people need direction. Another important factor companies need to solve in the area of remote work is to create this sense of belonging. And virtual offices will not magically solve this problem. Still, they could strengthen the sense of belonging by creating a space for facilitating person-to-person -person contact, which in turn lowers the risk of people leaving. But since we're all HR or leadership professionals, we already know this. And in the past, even if you were not invited to a management meeting, you could at least walk by the conference room and see it happening. That provided a kind of transparency that many companies have lost these days. So platforms like this could bring back some of that transparency. You can see you sitting in a room and you know that the meeting is happening. And we're playing more games than ever before. More than half of the population played some kind of digital game in Sweden last year. We're used to spending our time in game-like environments, which lowers the entry barriers for these platforms. And as technology advances and people become more familiar with the digital world, these hurdles are getting even lower. A virtual 2D office might be the exact right step to take. So show me the money, or... It's kind of strange to argue with yourself, but it got me thinking and I hope it got you thinking too. I cannot say whether or not you should open your company wallet and invest in a virtual office, but since I expect you'll get a call or two from vendors who are eager to get you to open your wallet, it's probably a good idea for, to form some kind of opinion and attitude for your organization on the topic of virtual offices already now. And if you're considering open your uh, good old wallet, perhaps start by dipping your toe in the waters. Many platforms offer free trials or unlimited free access if you have a smaller team. So give it a try with a small dream. What works? What doesn't work? What behaviors do you need to change to make it work? Does it solve the problems you're facing? Set up what good will look like and see what's required to get you there. If at all, you can get there. The worst thing you can do is buy such a platform believing it, that it will solve the remote work problem. It will not. But it could be one another. Um, it will not. But it could be another piece of the remote work puzzle. So that's it for today. Uh, see you next week. Or I'll listen to your. We'll, I'll meet you in the audio world next week. Or this week, actually. And if you click on the link in the show notes, you'll, you can read the article and you can also see a list of 20 the eight services I found while researching this article. And they are, as said, a bit different. It's everything from super virtual 3D offices to very sort of rudimentary things that still solve the use case, but doesn't look that good. If you're eager to learn more, check out the list and I'll see you next week. And don't forget to subscribe either.